today. As always, please like, share, and subscribe to this channel for more inspirational videos and audios, stimulating discussions and conversations, and more. Peace and blessings. Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, hello, and welcome and welcome back. Happy Wednesday to you. I hope all is well with you. I hope the beginning of your week was wonderful and the rest of your week is wonderful. I hope you're enjoying your hump day as we continue with this series of the laws. Now I'm going to get right down to business, okay? I'm not going to be so wordy um, if I don't have to, but I want to lay down these ground rules so that I can let you know um, about these laws and we're going to discuss what needs to be discussed in the laws now last week what we did was we discussed that the most high's laws were divine instructions in righteousness okay and these were laws to the children of israel to follow simply because um they was practicing wicked ways now we already know that the laws are not for the righteous but if the children were righteous, then we, we wouldn't be in this situation. We just would not be here right now. So we established that, okay? Being that they still have to listen to them and some people still say no, um, this is why we continue to do what we do. So last week was the, um, the reading of the 248 positive mitzvah, which are commands. Those are the to-dos, okay, for the children, okay? So I'm going to lay down some of the rules like I did last week. I'm going to keep laying down rules just so that you know. Remember, we're still in the 248 positive mitzvah, which are the commands. Those are the to-dos for the children of Israel. Now, there's different sections of laws for different lines of the children. And we know that the Levites were um, uh, separated to be the lot of the Most High. So um, when all the rest of the children got their, um, their stuff from the Most High, their uh, uh, sectioned off um, Canaan, uh, the Levites didn't get that. So they, the, the rest of the children, the rest of the 11 lines had to get, come all together and give, uh, Levi, the line of Levi goods and services because their lot, Levi's lot is the priest that, um, is connected with the most high. Okay. Remember 
Uh, this would not have happened had the children in the beginning said, oh, I don't want to listen to you. We don't want to listen to you. We want a king. We want this. We want that. This is why we're in the position that we're in. Because the children of Israel, they haughty, stiff-necked. They don't listen to nobody. They can't stand each other. They don't like themselves. They don't know who they are. I mean, they just refuse to act right. This is why the Most High said, I'm going to weed out the rebels. And I'm going to make the rest of my children walk through the fire. Oh, yes. You are walking through the fire of trials and... um. Tem not temptations, because the most high don't tempt you. Trials and, um, oh gosh, what is it? Um, thank you. Tribulations. My husband's in the background. Thank you, baby. Because <laughs> I'm trying I'm trying to focus on everything I need to say. So some things are going to get lost. So I got my husband in the background. He could yell out whatever need to be said. Yes, he's very helpful. So your trials and your tribulations, honey, that's what the most high is going to put you through because you don't listen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, let me run down these rules again. Hold on. I'm going to run these rules down again, and then we're going to keep going. Now, we already did. Uh, I did the introduction last week, and I did the rules, the rules that um, govern these laws. So I did the rules, which I'm going to do it again. We did explain that the laws were the most highest divine instruction for the children of right, um, for the children of Israel. Okay. They divine instructions in righteousness. Why? Because the children are sinful. That's why the most high said the laws are not for the righteous, but the instructions are so you can stay in the guidelines, guidelines, Hold on. So that the most high don't wipe you completely off the earth with the heathens. That's why. Okay. Cause some people's not getting it, honey. And I'm just, I'm trying to give it to you. I'm trying to give it to you. Everything I got, I'm trying to give it to you. You need to listen. You need to start listening, honey. Humbly ask the most high to unstop them ears and take the scales off those eyes. That's what you need to do. Ask for that. So we understand um, last week that I did how many um, categories? One, two, three. I did three categories. Now, this week, I'm only going to do one category because it's a long one. Now, pretty much um, this is for the, the um, Levites. Now, I want to say this. Within... Um, all of the books, all of the scriptures in and out of that, um, in and out of the Bible, um, and many other scriptures that was hidden, um, stolen, taken, a piece apart, whatever you want to say. Okay. Cause that's what heathens do or other nations do when they tear up, um, people's stuff. Uh, we know that the children of Israel was conquered many times. We are understand that they went into um, bondage, AKA slavery. Hundred, I'm not going to say hundreds of times, but I'm going to say many times. Okay. And I will point it out and I've been pointing it out sometimes 30 years, sometimes 15 years, sometimes 18 years, sometimes 12 years, sometimes 400 years. Okay. Uh, 
almost a thousand years. If you add up all the times that they went into slavery, it's almost a thousand years. And if it's not a thousand years, it got to be 800 or 900 years. All together, collectively, can any nation, any nation fit this bill? Any nation. You got to ask yourself. Because even though it doesn't say it like I'm saying as plainly as I'm saying it in 2024, when the scriptures um, describe what happens to the children when they don't listen, they go into bondage, shackles, bondage. These is, uh, this is some of the names that you have to um, be aware of, Sack, um, shackles, bondage, um, and all of these buzzwords, okay? Because it's the same thing. I already told you events are circular, okay? Events are circular when it comes down to the children of Israel. <laughs> events are circular when it comes down to the children of Israel. I'm laughing because my cat is asking my husband to hug her and hold her. <laughs> um. Yeah, so if they went into bondage, uh, meaning uh, slavery, and they was in jail, and they was talked about, and they was killed, and they were by words, and people hated them, if it happened back then, it's going to continue to happen until Yeshua step his foot down here. Basically, that's what it says within those scriptures. Not like I'm saying it, but when you read these books, and I have been pointing things out, you will get to understand that. I have to say that because this particular, uh, these particular set of rules, uh, remember, they divine instructions in righteousness are for the Levites, the line of the Levites. Now, you know, everybody was scattered, okay? In 70 AD, there was a war with the last world rulers. This is world history and it's in the book of Daniel. So... The last world rulers was Rome. What they did is they went and they fought the children of Israel and took their stuff and killed many of them. And the children of Israel ran into Africa. They ran all over to get away. A lot of them, many of them, uh, probably a predominant amount of them went into North Africa and then they started traveling all over Africa, down, down, down into Africa. We know this, and I'm not going to get deep into that. We know this because certain scriptures said it, um, or certain uh, world historical events say that they were not like the children of Africa. They were not like them. They came with their own uh, agenda. They came with their own um, spiritual uh, beliefs. They came with their own um, education and culture. They came with their own thing, but an outsider would say that everybody's the same, but they weren't the same. I already told you the whole world was melanated first before it was non-melanated. Just because you melanated don't mean you the children of Israel. Understand that. And we're going to get into that later. We're not going to get to that right now, but I will sock it to you later when I, when I need to praise your hallelujah. But anyway, the world originally was melanated. Okay. Non-melanated people came later, okay? Understand that. Melanation is an overabundance of the melanin in the skin, okay? Non-melanation non is the recessive 
uh, what is it? Enzyme. I'm just going to say it's an enzyme. It may not be an enzyme, but the recessive enzyme of the pigmentation of the skin. Remember on one side of the spectrum, spectrum is rich melanation on the other side of the spectrum is recessive melanation. Okay. Everybody has melanation in, um, at some point in their skin because even non-melanated people with brown hair and brown eyes, that's melanation. Uh, the melanin pigment makes, uh, or pigment, excuse me, makes brown hair and brown eyes, which is regular. This is typical. Okay. When it becomes blue eyes, green eyes, gray eyes, that's recessive. And the thing is, everybody, even though it's not typical, everybody thinks that's so wonderful and special, but honestly, re in reality, it's a fluke. And I have to say it like that, or I could just say it's, um, it's recessive and it's not typical. It's not something that's natural and normal. I would say that. Okay. But people like it. Um, and being an albino too is even more rare. That means no melanin. And they can easily get hurt by the sun or uh, even when the sun's not out. And I say this to say that not all melanated people are the, uh, the same. I'm just saying that melanated people was here first. They are the indigenous people of the world, period. And this is why it shouldn't be um, non-melanated skin versus melanated skin. Because actually a lot of non-melanated, even though you can't see the melanin in the skin, you can see it in the hair and the eyes. Okay, so this is why it's so ridiculous to have this black and white um, discussion and abuse. I say abuse because non-melanated people um, use the social constructs black and white to make themselves higher than the indigenous and original people on earth. And we see this right now in everything. We see it. Well, all this stuff going on, we see it, we experience it, especially children of Israel, and it's nonsense and it needs to stop. But anyway, getting back to the laws, um, remember about me drinking if you hear the silences. And um, right now, when I go through these uh, laws, I'm going to be doing the sacrifices and it's just talking about the um, Levites. Now, everybody was scattered because uh, the children were scattered because in 70 AD, when there was a war, they scattered, ran into Africa, um, ran into various parts of Africa and mixed, just like the children ran into um, Egypt, which is North Africa, and they mixed. You couldn't tell who was who. Same thing now. But the most high knows who they are because their DNA has a contract. Okay? The children of Israel's DNA has a contract. I don't care what you do to them. Their DNA has a contract. I'm going to talk about that later too because mm -hmm, it's important. But anyway... I'm going to lay down these rules and then we're going to keep going. Hold on. Okay. So here's the rules. They're not in any particular order. Oh, and I want to say this. A predominant amount of the tribes of Israel are in Africa. A predominant amount of the tribes of Israel are in Africa. So all this mixing of uh, who's, uh, and I'll just say the social constructs that um, the majority says, Indians and this and that. And, no, no, no. Mm -mm. A predominant amount of the tribes are in Africa. And I believe it's um, 
10 and a half or nine and a half, between nine and a half and 10 and a half. I'll just say off the top of my head. Okay. It could be 10 and a half, but that's what it says in the scriptures. And I believe the most high. Okay. Let all men be a liar and the most high be the truth. Okay. Because men lie too much. They finagle. They do all kinds of stuff. They're wicked. So I don't believe nothing they say, honey. Anyway, let me lay down the rules before I do these laws, before I continue. Now, remember, these rules are divine instructions. That's what it says. They build character. They are ethical and they are moral. Um, they're made for sinners as a guideline to gauge your behavior. Um. They were, the laws was taken by heathens and used all over the whole world uh, in religion, okay? Uh, most of the people who are religious say that they don't have to listen to the laws, but they do listen to the laws because the whole world adopted the laws from the most high and they made them crooked. So I don't care what nobody said, I could prove it. So let somebody come out their face and say they don't have to. As a matter of fact, somebody did and I had to lay them out, but I didn't really want to do that in the restaurant because that's where we was talking. And he worked there. <laughs> but anyway, the laws, uh, there's laws everywhere. The Most High made laws everywhere. Everything he said is a law, statute, precepts, and command, precept or command, which are all laws, okay? His statutes and precepts is what he said. And he has written laws for the children of Israel, 613, and commands 10. Understand that and know that, okay? The whole world has a law gravity the way the moon comes out the way the sun comes out how long it comes out how long night is how long day is those are all laws by the most high okay what the devils can do what they can't do child these are all laws okay if you really think about them okay now again Shaul went to the gentiles Shaul went to the gentiles Shaul went to the gentiles he says this in several books okay he says he went to the gentiles Simply because he was persecuting his own people. So all these people who's in the child is um who are the children of Israel, sons of Zion, who swear up and down they could control women and whoever else with Shaul's laws, go sit down and miss me with that. Okay. Because it can be proven. He says himself, himself, he is the um the apostle to the Gentiles. Okay. You need to be listened to um. What's her name? Peter. Kepha. That's who you need to be listening to. Kepha. Not saying that um, Shaul is not your brethren, but he persecuted you. Persecution. Okay? Until Yahshua had to pull him over and go, no. No. Okay? He went to the Gentiles, sirs. And I'll say this too. Uh, when he, he wrote um, certain books directed uh, simply to um, the Hebrews, listen to that it don't it it doesn't really equate with, with all the rest of them that he's saying all the rest of the books that he's saying if you're able to discern okay deuteronomy 28 accompanies the laws so for those people who say they don't have to listen to the laws why do you listen to deuteronomy 28 oh you tout deuteronomy 28 you hold it up like a sign but the law uh the laws and deuteronomy 28 go to hand in here they go together if you listen to my laws nothing will happen to you if you don't listen to my laws, this going to happen, that's going to happen, this going to happen, okay? Blessings and curses go with the laws, okay? And those that follow must live in them. Those that follow the laws must live in them. And that's Leviticus 18, 4 and 5. And hold on. Leviticus 18, 4 and 5. 
because the Most High says this directly. He ain't sending nobody else to say it. Those who follow the laws must live in them. That's why Yahshua said there's going to be people that's going to be judged by the law, and then there's people that's going to be judged by faith. Because when he come down here, he going to get all kinds of uh, people for doing uh, all kinds of stuff. This is in the New Testament, those people who really need to revisit that. And the last one is um, when the Most High's word goes out, it doesn't return void until he wants it or until uh, the consummation of time. Understand that and know. Why is that important for me to say? Because people are people, child. They just keep on with the nonsense. Anyway, now, the Levites, we know, did not come to the United States with um, Yahuda. We know that in the Testament of Daniel, I'm sorry, the Testament of, sorry, Yosef. We know that from the Testament of Yosef, we know that when they got scattered and it said, um, it says this in the Old Testament, what tribes got scattered. Okay, we also notice in the Testament of Daniel and um, who else? Is there another one that um, got, well, most of them said they was going to get scattered, but they didn't say they was um, being scattered um, across the uh, four corners of the earth, only Yahuda. But Benjamin, here for you, Benjamin went with Yahuda, so we know that. So uh, many of the Levites are still in Africa. So now we're going to uh, this um, section of the laws is in regards to sacrifices. Now, remember, these are the 248 positive mitzvah, which are the, uh, the to-dos, which you're supposed to do. Okay, so now we're in the sacrifices, and I'm going to let you know whether that was fulfilled. Because remember, Yahshua said he came to fulfill and not nullify. So understand that he came to fulfill a lot of these laws. So I'm going to let you know. And if I'm not sure, I'm just going to say it's open. You know why? Because it becomes a gray area. It becomes a gray area simply because, um, number one, um, the children of Israel are not in their land. Okay. Number two, there's no more tabernacle, no physical tabernacle. You are the tabernacle. That's what Yahshua uh, said in the New Testament. You're the, you're the temple. Since they spirits, they reside in your temple, okay? And since spirits, wicked spirits can antagonize, uh, abuse, um, do all kinds of stuff to your body and possess, it can. Because it's a spirit. What you going to do, boo? So the Most High is the Father of Spirits. Yeshua is uh, your brethren. And he says that he will come and sup with you when you're ready. And the Ruach lives in you. In you, not in the building. So understand that. And a lot of times these things were done initially and uh, later on it became uh, the individual. And, and meaning for the children of Israel, you had a physical building, which David is the one who said that he was going to promise the most high a place to reside. And the most high was like, well, how are you going to give me a place to reside? I'm all over the place. I'm so holy. How are you giving it to me? And then he just accepted the the uh, the offer because he knew that David loved him. But then David messed up. So the Most High said, you ain't going to build me nothing. Your son's going to build it for me. And then when his son did, who was Solomon, after he did that, he messed up. 
So the most high don't need to reside there because he's omnipresent. Okay, he's everywhere. Okay, just saying. Now, we are on the sacrifices and that's all I'm going to do because there's a lot of them. Now I'm going to say this. I'm going to let you know whether or not it is um, fulfilled or open. And I have to say that because I'm not in the line of Levites. I'm going to do the best I can. Told you. All right. I'm humbly telling you, I'm going to do the best I can because um, there's certain uh, situations that have to be in place before you could do a sacrifice or do whatever. And remember, um, Yeshua was the slain lamb before the foundation of the world. So um, there really doesn't need to be any more sacrifices because the most high who is Yeshua in the flesh that came down here, he was the ultimate sacrifice. So you ain't going to uh, do nothing like that again, try to sacrifice again, because you're going to put the most high, who is Yeshua in the flesh, to an open shame. So that means he didn't do that. He did it for nothing. So I'm going to read them anyway, and I'm going to let you know. Okay. Uh, we're on 39. Numbers 28 and 3. On a twice um, daily burnt tamid offerings you know you don't have to do that anymore that's fulfilled and thou shalt say unto them this is the offering made by fire which ye shall offer unto the most high two lambs of the first year without spot day by day for a continual burnt offering now you know that's fulfilled because Yahshua came and fulfilled it leviticus we on 40 leviticus 6 and 20 the high priest twice daily meal offering. This is the offering of Aaron and his sons, which they shall offer the most high in the day when he is anointed. The 10th part of Ephath of fine flour for a meal offering perpetual half of it in the morning and half therefore at night. We already know fulfilled. 41, Numbers 28 and 9 on the Sabbath, additional Musaf offering fulfilled. And on the seventh day, two lambs of the first year without spot and two-tenth deals of flour for the meat offering mingled with oil and a drink offering thereof. 42, Numbers 28 and 11 on the new moon, an additional offering. And in the beginning of the months, ye shall offer a burnt offering unto the Most High, two young bullocks and one ram, seven lambs of the first year without spot. I want to say this too. This is the revised King James Version. I'm just going to say that because it's still regular language and then thou mixed in. Um, I don't really like um, the then down, but it is what it is. Okay. I downloaded it just to let you know, because I didn't want to forget to tell you what it was. Um, number 43, Leviticus 23 and 36 on Passover additional offering offering. So the pass on the Passover is a different additional offering. Now I'm going to say this, or well, I'm going to read it and then I'll say something. Seven days ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Most High on the eighth day. 
shall be the holy convocation unto you and ye shall offer an offering made by fire unto the most high it is a solemn assembly and ye shall do no servile work therein i'm gonna say this the most high said that we supposed to um observe the passover forever and don't don't forget it so we can observe it but since we're not in the land we can't do it so that's open i'm just gonna say open simply because um, since I'm not a Levite and a man who is, you know, it's the mandatory Levite. Um, I'm going to say it's open because the most high said we supposed to, um, acknowledge and observe it. Okay. But you can't observe it if you ain't there. Okay. And this is, um, to remember that the most high got you out of bondage. Okay, there'll be a time when Yahshua gonna come himself and get us out of bondage, just like Moses did, Moshe. Oh, yes, honey. And that's gonna be the final, final. So that's open. I'm gonna keep moving because it's, you know, it's that's a gray area. All right. We don't have to sacrifice anymore, but observance is a different story. Okay, because Yahshua was the ultimate sacrifice. Okay. Spiritually, he was already sacrificed before the foundation of the world, honey. That's why he's the lamb. And then he turned into the lion, honey. Ooh! But anyway, 44, Leviticus 23 and 15, on the second day of Passover, a meal offering and the counting, and ye shall count unto you from the morrow after the Sabbath, from the day that ye brought the sheaf of the wave offering, seven Sabbaths shall be complete. Um, I'm going to say that goes with the second part. I mean, with the, uh, the uh, part that I just read. So I'm just going to leave that open. I'll leave that open. Like I said, you don't have to, uh, you know, the observance of the Sabbath you're supposed to do. Okay, observance of the Sabbath you're supposed to do, but um, the sacrifices, you don't need to do the sacrifice no more because Yeshua is the ultimate sacrifice. You don't have to do that anymore. That's where the faith and all that other stuff comes in. So we're going to keep on with this one. The next one, um, number 45, um, numbers 28 and 26 on Pentecost, additional uh, Musaf offering, also in the days of the first fruits when ye bring new meat offering unto the most high after your weeks be out ye shall have a holy convocation ye shall do no servitile work so i'm gonna say this that's another gray area because on the sabbath you don't you don't do work in regards to the most high's first fruits that is very um important the most high's first fruits because the children of israel are his first fruits you're supposed to dedicate the first thing um, for the most high. So I'm just going to say, yes, that's open. You know why? Because it opens up a whole different conversation. So I'm just going to say that's open. 46, Leviticus 23 and 17, on the two loaves of bread, wave offering on the Pentecost. Um, you shall bring out of your habitations two wave loaves and two tenth deals, and they shall be fine for they should be a fine flour. They shall be based with leaven and they are the first fruits unto the most high. I'm going to say um, that's the offering. Hmm. 
that's another gray area for me. I mean, you could offer and you can observe. I'll just say observe. I'm going to say observe instead of open. I'm just going to say we observe it. Um, observe it means keep it in mind. Keep it in mind. A lot of stuff we can do, like I said, all the sacrificing, the most high already sacrificed um, Yeshua. You don't need to sacrifice anymore. But you can observe and be grateful and prayerful in regards to your forefathers being let out of bondage, which is Mizraim. Mizraim means bondage. Today, people call it Egypt, but Egypt um, is whoever made that name up. But Mizraim is a Hebrew word meaning bondage. So you can observe uh, the fact that the Most High brought you out of bondage because that's what you're supposed to do. But as far as the um, you being in the land, you're not in the land and you don't have to do the sacrifice anymore. So that's why I'll say observe or open. Okay, 47 numbers, 29, 1 and 2. On Rosh Hashanah, head of the year, additional offering. And in the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not, sir, you don't do any work. It is the day of blowing the trumpets unto you, and you shall offer a burnt offering for a sweet savor unto the Most High. One young bullock, one ram, and seven lambs of the first year without blemish. I'm going to say this. We don't sacrifice anymore. Don't sacrifice anymore. Um, number two, um, we observe. And uh, we do, uh, you do need to sustain from working on the Sabbath. So um, that's a, a gray area because there's some things you do, some things you don't. So I'll just say observe. Um, 48 numbers, 29 and 7 and 8. On Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement, it's an additional offering. And you shall have on the tenth day and the seventh month a holy convocation, and you shall afflict your souls. You shall not do any work therein, but you shall offer a burnt offering unto the Most High for a sweet savor. One young bullock, one ram, seven lambs on the first year. They shall be unto you without blemish. I already told you. I told you already, it's a um, no sacrifices we can observe. 49, Leviticus 16, on the service of young Kabor, and this shall be a statute forever. I want you, I'm going to say some after this. And this shall be a statute forever that in the seventh month, on the 10th day of the month, you shall afflict your souls and do no work at all. Whether it be in your own country or a stranger that sojourneth, oh, excuse me, whether it be one, a person of your own country or a stranger that sojourned among you, or on that day shall the priest make an atonement for you to cleanse you, that ye may be clean from all your sins and the Most High, before the Most High, it shall be a Sabbath of rest unto you and ye shall afflict your souls by a statute forever now this says forever and i'm just gonna say this we can still observe it it's open but we're not in our land because leviticus 16 is saying whether somebody comes into the land or you're in the land you have to do this forever you're not in the land because you didn't listen so i'm gonna say it's open that's up to the most high 
because you don't have to make any more sacrifices and you're not in the land. So, I mean, what can you say? Okay? You're not in the land. Hold on. Some of the things need to be in the land. And I'm going to prove to you. Hold, hold on. The Most High never wanted them to make sacrifices outside the land. When they was fighting all the rest of the nations and they was winning, the Most High did not want them to make sacrifices in somebody else's land because it was heathen land. Who knows what they was doing? Okay. And this was in um, Yahshua. When they was winning and all that, the Most High didn't want them to um, sacrifice in nobody else's land. You sacrifice in your own land. That's why. A lot of this is gray area when it comes down to the... Um, to the priests and I'm just reading them and letting you know what's going on this is how I know because when you're reading it I mean common sense and discernment kicks in praise your hallelujah you got to give them praise because you remember what the most high said when they started conquering and um getting in there in the land of milk and honey the most high set ground rules I want you to do this I want you to do that I want this to be sec um, sectioned off this that here's rules for people who come in and visit which are strangers or aliens and people who do this, people who do that, and that's a part of these laws. So if you're not in the land, what do you do? Because if the Most High don't want you to sacrifice where heathens reside, what you going to do? Okay? It's better to adhere to the Most High than to do sacrifice. Better to adhere than to do sacrifice. And that's a um, scripture loosely translated. Okay? Hold on. Okay. Number 50. We're on the 50th floor. Numbers 29 and 13. On Sakat Musaf offerings, and ye shall offer a burnt offering, a sacrifice made by fire of a sweet savor unto the Most High, 13 young bullocks, two rams, and 14 lambs for the first year, and they shall be without blemish. Again, no sacrifice, and we don't need to sacrifice anymore observe number 51 numbers 29 and 36 on the shemi at Saret additional offering but ye shall offer a burnt offering a sacrifice made by fire of a sweet savor unto the most high one bullock one ram seven lambs of the first year without blemish no sacrifice observe Observe means remember. You're not in the land. You can't do any of that stuff. Observe. On um, Exodus, sorry, number 52, Exodus 23 and 14, on the uh, three additional festival pilgrimage um, to the temple. Three times thou shalt keep a feast unto me in the year. So since the children of Israel are not in uh, their land you can observe it or you could just wait for Yeshua to come back <laughs> okay uh, 53 Exodus 34 and 23 on appearing before the most high during the festivals thrice in the year shall all your men and children appear before the Most High, the El of Yasharal. Observe. 
Deuteronomy, oh, number 54, Deuteronomy 16 and 14, on rejoicing on the festivals, and thou shalt rejoice in thy feasts, thou and thy son and thy daughter and their, thy manservant and their maidservant and the Levite, the stranger and the fatherless and the widow that are within thy gates. What he said? If you within the gates of where you are, in uh, the land that the most I gave you, that's when you could do it. So, yeah. You can observe, but you can't do it because you ain't dead. And the land has been taken, trodden down, and all kinds of stuff. Okay? What did the most I say? That the Gentiles was going to um, trotten down uh, that land until the time of the Gentiles was up. Didn't he say it? Now they on a rampage. Number 55, Exodus 12 and 6. On the 14th of Nisan, slaughtering, and there wasn't no Nisan, just saying, slaughtering the Passover lamb. And you shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month, and the whole assembly of the congregation of Yasharel shall kill it in the evening. Observe. Number 56, Exodus 12 and 8, on eating the roasted Passover lamb, um, night of Nisan the 15th and they shall eat the fresh oh sorry the f the flesh in that night roasted with fire and unleavened bread and with bitter herbs and they shall eat it observe remember they're not in the land I have to keep saying Number 57, numbers 9 and 11 on slaughtering the Passover lamb. Um, the offering, the 14th day of the second month, at even they shall keep it. That's what it says. That doesn't make sense to me either. Okay, I'll read it again. The 14th day of the second month at even. It's supposed to be evening, but it's not written here. They shall keep it and they shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Observe. Um, number 58, numbers 9 and 11 on eating the Passover lamb. On the 14th day of the second month at evening, they shall keep it and eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. I guess that's just a reiteration But you know, we can't do that. You already know what the circumstances are. I already said it 500 times already. Okay. So I will say it's, uh, you can observe it. Okay. The most high who uh, sent Yeshua down here as himself in the flesh, he became the lamb. He's the last sacrifice. He's the lamb. So you don't need to do it. Uh, number 59, numbers 10, 9 through 10, the trumpets for the feast of sacrifice brought through, brought and for the tribulation. And if ye go to war in your land against the enemy, hold on, against the enemy who oppress you. Then you shall blow the alarm with the trumpets, and they shall be remembered before the Most High your El, and he shall, and you shall be saved from your enemies. Are you in your land? 
Do you have that shofar to blow for the most high to get you in your land if somebody comes and gets you? I already told you. You can observe this. But this is, um, I can't even say fulfilled because <laughs> you didn't listen. So you got scattered out of your land. But I'm going to keep reading. Also, in the day of your gladness and in your solemn days and in the beginning of your months, you shall blow with the trumpets over your burnt offerings and offer the sacrifices of your peace offerings that they may be with you for a memorial before the Most High, for I am the Most High, your El. Can't do that. Leviticus um, number 60, law number 60, Leviticus 22 and 27, on minimum age of cattle to be offered. When the bullock or sheep or goat is brought forth, then it shall be seven days under the dam and from the eighth day and thenceforth it shall be accepted for an offering made by fire to the most high that's fulfilled because the most high don't you did no more sacrifices that's all i'm saying no more sacrifices no more sacrifices no more sacrifices no more sacrifices okay you don't put yeshua through an open shame honey Number 61, Leviticus 22 and 21, on offering only an unblemished sacrifices. We don't have to do this anymore. This is fulfilled, but I'm going to read it. On the, excuse me, and whatsoever offered a sacrifices of peace offerings unto the Most High, accomplished this vow or a freewill offering in beeves or sheeps. Beeves. I don't know what beeves are. It shall be perfect to be accepted. There shall be no blemish therein. Leviticus um, number 62, Leviticus 2 and 13, on bringing salt with every offering and every oblation of thy meat offering, thou shalt season with salt. Neither shall thou suffer the salt of the um, excuse me, covenant of thy L to be lacking from thy meat offering. And all thy offerings thou shalt offer salt. So remember I did a lesson that says you the salt of the earth. Since we don't have to sacrifice anymore. You the salt of the earth. Okay, that's how important salt was. And still is. But used to uh, people used to accept payment in full with salt. That's how important salt is. Salt is very... Um, good for your body and it is um your body needs it period all right number 63 leviticus one and two on the burnt offerings you already know we don't have to do it so what i'm gonna say is well i'll just keep reading it Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, if any man of you bring an offering to the most high, you shall bring the offering of cattle, even the herd and of the flock. 64 Leviticus 6 and 26 on the sin offering. We already told you no more sacrifices. No more sacrifices of animals. Says that in the New Testament. You can observe though. You can observe, okay? Because you need to remember where you've been. Or your forefathers. 
Leviticus 6 to 25 for the sin offering, speak unto Aaron, his son, saying, this is the law of the sin offering in the place where the birth or the burnt offering is killed. Shall the sin offering be killed before the most high? It is most holy. 65 Leviticus 7 and 1 on the guilt offering. Likewise, this is the law of the trespass offering. It is most holy. Number 66. Leviticus 3 and 1 on the peace offering. I already told you about these offerings. And of these, uh, of his, and of, if his uh, oblation be a sacrifice of peace offering, if he offer it of herd, whether it be male or female, he shall offer it without blemish before the Most High. Um, number 67 on the meat offering or the meal offering. And when, um, any will offer the meat offering unto the most high. This offering shall be a fine flour. He shall pour oil upon it and put frankincense thereon. Number 68, Leviticus 4 and 13 on the offerings for a court that has been erred. Meaning any Levites that messed up or any children of Israel. And if the whole congregation of the children of Israel sin through ignorance, okay, and the thing be hid from the eyes of the assembly, then they have done somewhat against any of the commandments of the Most High concerning the things which should not be done and are guilty. This is where repentance come in. So this right here has been fulfilled. Mm -hmm. uh, number 69 Leviticus 4 and 27 the fixing offering by one unknowingly breaking a commandment if anyone of the common people sin through ignorance with, uh, while he do somewhat um, against any of the commands of the most high concerning things which he ought not to do and be guilty this is fulfilled too because you have to uh, pray and repent that's why Yeshua was the ultimate offering ultimate okay that's why we in a time of repentance right now he's giving you time right now to repent every day that goes by and you don't repent honey you on the list to be burnt up and that's not in a good way Okay, because you know the Most High puts his children through the fire so he can make them um, blemishless. But this ain't the fire you're going to go through if you don't repent. All right. Number 70, Leviticus 5 and 7, uh, suspensive guilt offering if doubt of breaking a commandment and if a soul sin and commit any of these things which are forbidden to be done by the commandments of the Most High, though he wist it not, oh, I hate old English, yet he is guilty and shall bear his iniquity. <sighs> That's fulfilled by Yeshua. You have to repent now. Repent. Number 71, Leviticus 5 and 15, unconditional guilt offering for stealing. Mm, that's also a law. 
And if a soul commit a trespass and sin through ignorance, hmm, willful ignorance, because that's what people are, <laughs> willfully ignorant. Meaning they know they're doing wrong, but they just sit in it anyway. But the most I gonna get all those who's like that because they don't want to do nothing. They lazy and complacent. Back to what I was saying. Like I said, if a soul commit a trespass and sin through ignorance, willful ignorance, in the holy things of the Most High, then he shall bring for his trespass unto the Most High a ram without blemish out of the flocks with thy estimation by shekels of silver after the shekel of the sanctuary for a trespass offering. It's been fulfilled. 72 Leviticus 5 and 11, offering higher or lower value according to one's means. But if he be not able to bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, then he then he that sins shall bring for his offering the tenth part of an ephah of fine flour for a sin offering, and he shall put no oil upon it, neither shall he put any frankincense thereon, for it is a sin offering fulfilled. 73, Numbers 5, 6, and 7, to confess one's sins before the Most High and repent from them. Hello. Speak unto the children of Israel, when a man or woman shall commit any sin that men commit to do any trespass against the Most High and that person be guilty, then they shall confess their sin, they shall, which they have done, and he shall recompense his trespass with the principle thereof, and add unto them, and add unto it the fifth part thereof, and give it unto him against whom have he have trespassed. Now, this right here, you observe to do because you got to confess one's sins but there's no more sacrifices you have to repent oh i hope i'm not losing my voice <clears throat> okay so you observe that one follow 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 okay 74 leviticus uh is saying repent from your sins basically 74 leviticus um 15 and 13, an offering bought by a man with a discharge. We don't have to, um, I'll just read it. And when he that have an issue is cleansed out of his issue, then he shall number to himself seven days for his cleansing and wash his clothes and bathe his, bathe his flesh in running water and shall be clean. Um, I guess you can observe that. You know why? Because the Most High said he's going to pour his spirit out on his children and they're going to be doing all kinds of stuff. So if somebody's casting out a devil, because there are devils today and there are people who can cast them out, then you go, you wash, you be clean, you give the Most High your um, all the glory because he's the one doing it. And there you go. Um, you don't have to bring an offering. You just go repent, praise the most high and keep it moving and stop sinning or whatever you did. Anyway, 75 Leviticus 15 and 28 offering bought by a woman with a discharge. Same thing. I'm going to keep going. 
um, you can observe, but you don't have to bring no uh, sacrifice. Just glorify the most high. Thank him for casting out the devil. Okay. Uh, 76 Leviticus 12 and 6, an offering bought by a woman after childbirth. And when the days of her purification is fulfilled for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring a lamb of the first year for a birth, burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove for the sin offering until the door of the tabernacle of the congregation until the priest. That's fulfilled. 77 Leviticus 4 and 10, an offering bought by a leper after being cleansed, fulfilled. On the eighth day, he shall take two he lambs, excuse me, without blemish, and one you lamb of the first year without blemish, and three tenth deals of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with oil and one log of oil fulfilled. Hold on. Let me get my water. I'm dry. These lights, honey. Number 78, Leviticus 27 and 32. On the tithe of one's cattle. And concerning the tithe of the herd or the flock, even of whatsoever passeth under the rod, the tenth shall be holy unto the most high. Now I'm going to say this. The children of Israel are the only ones who tithe. Why did they tithe? Because everybody wasn't rich. When the Most High divvied up the land to the 12 tribes, these laws was put in order so that nobody starved, especially the women and the children. If you didn't have everything like everybody else, the Most High made it a plan that your line, the people in your line provided for you. Not only did they provide for you because everything was given out uh, equally, there was certain lands that was put to the side just in case something happened. And then there was certain lands that was given to the Levites. You could always go to the Levites for help. You could always go to your brethren for help. So tithes is um, donations. That's what a tithe is. Donation of your time, donation of your money, donation of your food, donation of your love and support. That's what tithes are. I don't know what happened over here. I already told you that the whole world stole the laws from the children of Israel and the Most High and they made them crooked. And if you don't believe me, go to these prosperity pre preachers and see all the money that they taking, they ain't helping you, but you're supporting them. And all they doing is saying a bunch of words that don't mean nothing. Now, I already told you and you should know now by listening, these laws only pertain to the children of Israel. The most I said, I didn't go to nobody else. I only went to you. So where is it that everybody else could get away with literal murder? Stop the nonsense. So this right here in regards to the tithes, children of Israel, you should continue to try tithe and help your brethren. Because are you your brethren's keeper? Are you your brother's keeper? Yes.
you are. But not according to you. That's why the most high gonna weed out the rebels. Next. 79. Exodus 13 and 2. Sacrificing the firstborn of clean cattle. This is fulfilled. Sanctifying unto me all the firstborn, even though the firstborn is important to the most high and never stopped being important, but since the most high sent his firstborn, one and only begotten son to be sacrificed, there is no more sacrifice. I didn't say what I said. Like I said in here, 79, that we don't have to observe anymore simply because Yeshua already fulfilled this. Okay. Sanctify, sanctify unto me all the firstborn whatsoever open the wound among the children of Israel, both of man and of beast is mine. What did he say? Y'all going to stop playing with the most high, honey. Oh, no. Okay. After Abraham made that sacrifice of his first. Okay. Because he was definitely going to move forward and kill Isaac. Most I said, no, no, no. I'm just testing you. I'm going to see if you good. And since you did that so graciously, I'm a sacrifice mountain. There you go. Number eight. I mean, number 80. Exodus 22 and 29 on redeeming the firstborn of man. Thou shalt not delay to offer the first of thy ripe fruits and of thy liquors, the firstborn of thy sons. Shall thou give unto me? I already told you. Now I'm going to say this. I'm not going to say this is fulfilled. I'm going to say this is open. You know why? Because the Most High still keeps his word. He said he want the firstborn and he does. And a lot of times, especially in biblical days, the firstborn was dedicated to the most high. Think about this. Think about this. Not unless you're doing stuff that you shouldn't. With Abraham, the firstborn was treasured, even though um, Ishmael was born to Abraham. He wasn't, uh, he was technically the firstborn, but he was the uh, one born um, to a woman of bondage okay hold on he was not the promised child most high said he promised abraham um isaac he promised him that and then here comes sarah doing whatever she wanted to do and then he had um the kid I just said. <laughs> Did you pop that in my head? Um, Ishmael. Sorry. But he was a child of bondage. But the child of promise was the first. Okay? Nothing else matters. Not saying that the Most High didn't make that line kings. Because he did. Today, in this time, the, uh, the progeny are kings. Okay? I ain't going to tell you what they did to the children. But anyway. And keep moving. Number 81, Exodus 34 and 20 on redeeming the fir the firstling of an ass, if not. But the firstling of an ass, thou shalt redeem with a lamb. And if thou redeem him not, then thou shalt break his neck. All the firstborn of thy sons thou shalt redeem. And none shall appear before me empty. That's fulfilled. 
Number 82, Exodus 13 and 13, breaking the neck of the first ling of an ass. It's the same thing. Redeem. I mean, I'm saying redeem. Uh, fulfilled. Number 83, Deuteronomy 12 and 5, on bringing due offerings to Jerusalem without delay. But unto the place which the Most High your El shall choose out of all your tribes to put his name there. This is important. Even unto his habitation shall ye seek, and thither thou shalt come. We not in the land now. The Most High already gave us our land promise that we would be in there in the end. And in between all of that, we acted like complete idiots. We didn't listen to nothing. And the Most High let us fall to our enemies. And now we scattered. This you should remember. <laughs> remember that. Remember when you in the land of your captivity and you're going to actually die in the land of your ca captivity. Remember Deuteronomy 12 and 5. Remember that. Number um, 84, Deuteronomy 12 and 14. All offerings must be brought only to the sanctuary. Listen, listen, listen. Remember I told you, you can't go and just glorify the most high anywhere. One of the laws is all offerings must be brought only to the sanctuary. Okay? So some people will say, oh, no, we can still observe that. Well, not observe it. We can still practice that. No. No, remember the most high is saying this himself. He didn't send nobody else to do it. He said it directly to them. He gave the laws to Moses um, to write down. Okay, but all the rest of these 613, honey, he spoke directly to them. Stop the nonsense. Okay. All offerings must be uh, brought only to the sanctuary. You can't just do it here, there, and everywhere. You cannot do that. Okay? And I ain't even going to read the rest of it. Uh, okay, I'll read it. But in the place which the Most High shall choose in one of thy tribes, there thou shalt offer thy burnt offerings, and thou shalt do it all that I command thee. Okay? Uh, that's fulfilled. You know why? Because Yahshua came. I'll just say that. You're not in your land. Uh, you've been chased out since uh, 70 AD and you haven't been back. So you can't do anything like that. Nothing. Okay? Even if you want to offer something to the Most High, you know what you do today? Offer yourself. Wherever you are, offer yourself. Offer your... Um, your temple which is your body and make sure it's clean because most high don't want no dirty body okay he don't want no wickedness in there he don't want no lasciviousness in there he don't want no sexual immorality in there he don't want none of that in there because he can't live there with a dirty body present yourself a living sacrifice praise y'all hallelujah okay let the most high have that Number 85, Deuteronomy um, 12 and 26. On the offerings due from outside Yasharel to the sanctuary, only thy holy things which thou hast and thy vows thou shalt take and go unto the place which the Most High shall choose. That's fulfilled. 
Number um, 86, Deuteronomy 12 and 15 on redeeming blemish sacrifice animal offerings. You know, we don't sacrifice animals anymore. The most high is the uh, sent um, Yeshua and he was the ultimate sacrifice. No more sacrifice. I'm not even going to read it because you don't have to do it. All right. If there's any more sacrifices and it don't include anything else that's connected to it, I'm not going to read it. I'm just going to tell you that was one of the laws. Okay, because I could actually do more laws if I don't read each and every one of them that are fulfilled. Well, I'm almost finished anyway, so I'm just letting you know I'm not going to read some of them if I already told you we can't do it anymore because it's fulfilled. Number 87, Leviticus 27 and 33, on the holiness of substituted animal offerings, that was fulfilled. So we don't need to do that. Yeshua was the ultimate sacrifice. Hello. We don't need to do that no more. And I'm not even going to read it, but that is one of, that was one of the laws that was fulfilled. Number 88, Leviticus six and nine, the priests eating the remainder of the meal offering that was fulfilled. Okay. Because, uh, I already told you why. Wait a minute. Let me read this. Yeah. That's the meal offering. Yes. Fulfilled. Okay, um, simply because we're not in the land anymore, the children are scattered, who's going to eat it? Heathens? Who's eating it? Who's preparing it? Child, you already know the most high. I don't want no heathens touching nothing of his. Nothing. That's why he's going to get the um these nations. He don't want nobody touching his kids. He don't want nobody touching the stuff that goes to them. He didn't even want the uh, regular children of Israel to touch the stuff that the Levites was supposed to prepare. Child, you're not going to play with the most high. That's what you're not gonna do because he said what he said and that was fulfilled anyway uh number 89 the priest on eating the meat and the sin offering that's fulfilled uh leviticus no, oh sorry number 90 leviticus 7 and 19 burnt consecrated orphans that have been unclean have become unclean this is fulfilled simply because you don't have to uh, do any more um, offerings. You present yourself. Okay, I'm going to say this. You present yourself as an offering, a clean offering, which I said a moment ago. Present yourself as a clean offering. You do not present it like uh, it was in Leviticus. Children of Israel and second flock, present yourself as an offering, a living sacrifice for the most high. That's what you do, but make sure you clean, meaning physically and spiritually. Okay. I'll say this one's open because you don't have to do it exactly like it said here because um, Yeshua fulfilled this part, but you present yourself as a living sacrifice to the most high. That's what he wants. You. Okay. He kept giving, 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 giving. Now he wants you. Enough is enough. Okay. Um, number 91, burnt remnant of consecrated offering, not eaten in time, fulfilled. Uh, now, oh, since I, you know, I didn't think I was going to take, um, I thought I was going to take a long time by reading these, but no, I didn't. Now I'm on another um, category. Hold on. 
Hold on. All right. We are now on another category. Now that was for the priests. Okay. Some um, that was for the priests to do for the congregation because uh, the congregation has something to do with it. You know, they had their part, but the priest was in charge of that. So that's what um, that's what I need to tell you now. Hold on. Okay, so now we're going to go to vowels. Um, hold on. I think we're still in the priests because somebody considered a Nazarite is a priest or somebody consecrated to the Most High. Now, we know this from, um, what's his name? Samson, when the Most High said he was going to be a Nazarite. Okay. Number 92, numbers six and five. The Nazarite letting his hair grow during his separation. So we already know that Nazarites are um, holy men um, that the Most High is saying is his. And we know that from Samson. Okay, um, all the days of the vow of his separation, there shall no razor come upon his head until the days be fulfilled in which he separate himself unto the most high. He shall be holy and there, excuse me, and shall let the locks of his hair grow. It actually says locks of his head. Now, I'm going to say this. Samson is a perfect example. So it says locks of his head. So if it's growing out of his head, it's locking up. So who is this? I got to keep just pointing stuff like this out. Who is it? Whose hair can lock up when you don't touch it? So you already know who the children of Israel are. Okay. Samson's hair grew because the most I said, don't touch it. And when it came from his hair, it locked up. That's what happens today when the children of Israel don't touch their hair. Okay. But nobody in the world likes that. Everybody hates that. But this is the most high's children. This is what I want you to catch. Catch it. Catch it. Everything you do, children of Israel, is against the law against the people who hate you or by the people who hate you. I just read law number 92, which is number six and five. Those children consecrated by the most high and, and uh, are the most highs are supposed to let their hair lock up. Who are these children? Who are the children? Whose children could grow out of their hair and lock up without them even touching it? That's who the children of Israel are. Y'all are not going to mess with me. You're not going to mess with the most high. You're not going to play these silly games and act like the uh, the children of Israel is somebody else, honey. Okay? Because everybody else got to manipulate their hair to do that, whereas the children of Israel can let it grow right out and it lock up. 
These are the children, true children, DNA children of the children, uh, excuse me, of the most high. Okay. The children of Israel are the DNA contract givers or receivers of the most high. Back to what I was saying, number 93, number 6 and 18, a Nazarite completing vow shaves his head and brings a sacrifice. Completing a vow, he shaves his head. Aside from that, you don't shave your head. Let them locks stay and grow, which uh, people here, especially in the United States, can't stand. There's a child right now fighting in school when he has his hair done in nice locks. They're not obstructing um, his his vision or nothing like that. And they really taking it to court because he has locks. They really making a big stink out of it. I already told you, children of Israel, everything you got is against the law, not unless it's on somebody else's body. That's not yours. Your lips, your hair, your eyes, everything, your booty, your breast, everything, your, your sexual organs, everything is hated by other people. Well, except for the sexual organs, hated by other people, unless it's on somebody else, aside from you. If it's not on your body, what you got, then people love it. But if it's on your body, uh-uh, people hate it. That's how you know you the children of Israel. The most I said, everybody's going to hate you. They're going to hate you perpetually. Oh, you know who the children of Israel are. You know who they are, honey. Don't you play stupid. Like I said, the Nazarite cuts his hair when he vows to the, um, and upon completing his vows, he shaves his head and brings the sacrifice. And the Nazarite shall shave his head of his separation at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation and shall take the hair of his head of his separation and put it in the fire, which is under the sacrifice of the peace offerings. So he's giving peace to the most high. I'm going to say this. You can observe this. I don't believe you could practice it now because you're not in our land. I already told you, but you could observe it if you want to, I guess. If, if you feel like you were, I mean, I can't tell people what to, uh, to do, but this reading this, I would say observe it because we're not in our land. And I already said that the most high wants you to do certain things in our land. We're not there, but you know, and you understand that the most high had Nazarenes that was, um, uh, ordained to be with him just like Samson okay Samson was a promised child okay and he was a Nazarene he did not cut his hair until he went with the heathen okay and that's why the most High punished him let that be a lesson 94 Deuteronomy 23 and 21 on that a man must honor his Oral vows and oaths. I already told you in the beginning, children wasn't supposed to, well, humans wasn't supposed to write. Their look, I mean, their um, their word is supposed to be their bond. But nope, not today, honey. Not today, hunty. You're supposed to be like the most high. What the most high says is his bond. His law is his bond. But not here, honey. You're supposed to be like the most high, but you ain't. This is why you right now contracts and doing all kinds of stuff. You ain't supposed to be doing that. You wasn't meant to do that. Humans wasn't meant to do that. Anyway, like I said, 
most of, um, you're supposed to honor your oral vows and oaths. If you said it, you're supposed to honor it because that's how the most high is. This is a law. This is important. And I, I'm, you're supposed to listen to this one. This was not fulfilled. You're supposed to listen to this, honey. Okay. This right here, you're supposed to listen to. It's not closed. It's still open for you to listen to. Okay, your uh, your word's supposed to be your bond. If you say you're going to do something, they're going to do it. Don't lie. Don't be like the heathens. Like I said, your uh, oral vows and oaths are supposed to be your bond. You're supposed to honor them. And when thou shalt vow a vow unto the Most High thy El, thou shalt not slack to pay it. Meaning, don't, uh, don't lie and say you're going to do it. For the Most High thy El will surely require it of thee, and it will be a sin to you. You're not going to play with the Most High. That's open, honey. Number 95. One that a judge can, can annul vows only according to Torah. But if her husband disallowed her on the day that he heard it, then he shall make her vow which she vowed and that which she uttered with her lips wherewith she bond her soul and none effect and the most high shall forgive her. Just like I said, don't, uh, don't promise nothing. That's the vow. You're making a promise. You're making a promise. I vow to do this. I vow to do that. Don't make no promises you can't keep. That's still open. That's still open because the most high keeps his promises. Why can't you keep yours? Praise y'all. Hallelujah. Okay. Why you can't keep yours? All right. I'm going to stop right here. Okay. I'm going to stop right here. I did two categories. Um. And we're going to pick this up next week, y'all willing. And I have to say this, as we continue to learn these laws, you have to know that some of these laws were fulfilled by Yeshua simply because he was the lamb, the sacrificial lamb, the last lamb that needed to be sacrificed, the first and the last he was. Just like he said he is, the, um, the beginning and the end. You're not going to mess with the most high, honey. He got this on lock. He got it on lock. Now, you can walk around deceived and in delusion and confused, but not the most high. Mm -mm. And if you follow the most high, you won't be confused because he is not the yah of confusion. You're not going to mess with the most high, honey. And I'm going to point it out. I'm going to do what I can, honey. I'm not perfect and I'm going to do the best I can under the circumstances and the most high is going to allow me and he's going to give me the special ability to do so. Yes, he is. And I'm grateful for it. So I hope that you are learning something. I hope that um, you get a sense of what you need to continue to listen to because a lot of people swear up and down. We don't have to listen to no laws. Oh, no, we don't have to listen to those laws. Really? Is that what the Most High said out of his mouth? Did he say that? No. Shaul is the uh, apostle to the Gentiles. Honey buttons.
Okay. Remember, the Most High never spoke to the children. Um, excuse me, outside the children, he never spoke to anybody outside the children. Not unless he was um making somebody do something. His will will be done in anybody, in anything. His will will be done. But as far as coming to them and reasoning and doing all that, no, he ain't doing none of that to them. Uh, uh no, 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 no. Nope. He said he didn't give nobody no blessings, no love, no this, no that. In the beginning, he didn't do none of that. But since the children kept on going, acting like fools, most of the time I go to a foolish nation. And that's what he did because the children didn't listen. That's a punishment, honey. And you better be glad, Gentiles, that the uh, the most high punished the children. Because if he didn't and they was listening, y'all would be toast. Know that and understand. That's why you got to give the blessing and the respect to the children of Israel. But no, nobody's doing that. So all those people who think that they Gentiles and they following the Lord and you don't revere and respect the children of Israel, honey, you're going to get what you get too. Mm, Most High makes that abundantly clear. Okay. And we're going to get to that, honey. You're going to know who the children are and you're going to know what you're supposed to do, children. It should not be no confusion in these laws. None. So with that, I'm going to say enjoy the rest of your week and the rest of your Wednesday. And until Saturday the Sabbath, so we could keep um, uh, keep going with the Testament of Job and learn something from there too. Because every lesson at the Most High um, gives me to uh, present to you is an important one. And everything is relevant. So with that, I'm going to say, until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. It's good to hear the word of truth of the Most High, but you know what's better? hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks. Hey, don't make me your guilty pleasure. Hit that follow button and make that commitment. You will not be disappointed. And it's free. It doesn't cost nothing to hit that follow. 
Thanks.